Hey, welcome to the Northridge Kids Parent Podcast, Discipleship Moments. Uh, in this podcast episode, we hope to give you a helpful conversation around a discipleship moment that no matter the age or stage of your parenting, you could put into practice. Now, some of the episodes may be geared more towards a specific age category, but this one is definitely not. This episode is titled PCD Every Day. Now, PCD at Northridge, we simply use that as an acronym to talk about parent and child dedication. And parent and child dedication is what a lot of churches would call baby dedication. But there's a specific reason why we don't call it baby dedication, and you're going to find out in this episode why that is. Why every day can be a day that you dedicate to gospel-centered parenting. We hope this conversation is helpful in encouraging you to focus more on Jesus today. Let's dive in. PCD every day. Uh, So the first question really is, is what is the acronym PCD? That stands for Parent and Child Dedication. So you may be be familiar with many churches do baby dedication. Yeah. Um, We have deliberately called it Parent and Child Dedication because we want kids of any age to be able to participate in this. Basically, You know, whether you're making the decision when your child is an infant that you want to dedicate them to God, um, or maybe you come to faith later in life and you have older kids and you just want to commit, you know, to the Lord that you plan to raise them to know Jesus, um, you can do it at any point in their lives. Yeah. And we're calling this PCD every day because Mm -hmm. ultimately this is a want a marker event where, you know, you get a certificate, you may get some resources. We're going to have some great refreshments and different things like that at our parent child dedication Mm -hmm. event, whenever that happens every year. But ultimately it's not just a one time thing. It's a, hopefully it's a, a daily, you know, Deuteronomy six, where as you walk, as you rise, everywhere you go, you're, you're striving to be the primary disciple maker of your uh, your child, no matter what their age is. Yeah. Um, And so a lot of these things that we're going to talk about, uh, we really push on parent-child dedication day, but they really apply to every day. And, and the first one is, and you guys can jump in on this, is uh, PCD is simply what it is, is us thanking God for our children publicly. It's the moment mm-hmm. we thank them publicly, but ultimately we should be thanking God um, for them every day. Uh, you know, the Bible calls uh, a child a blessing, and so we're, we're just publicly saying, like, God, we're recognizing that this um, is... A blessing and tied to a message that Drew just did last week. It's it's just noticing that ultimately God has granted us this mm-hmm. child temporarily to put over um, our leadership over them. If you're a parent or guardian to a child, it's it's a temporary mm-hmm. guardianship. It's not permanent. You know, they're not going to live at your house forever. Um, <laughs> Let's even though, hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so you'll be in their life hopefully, but yeah. not as their leader. They're going to make their own decisions, but. Uh, it's thanking God for the time that you do have with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's the second one? It's also, it's an opportunity kind of like we said earlier to dedicate your child to God. So this is kind of just an opportunity to publicly acknowledge the fact that you want, you know, to, um, to recognize that, God, that they are a gift, that God has given them to you and that ultimately they are his child as well. And so um, just kind of giving them back to God through this. 
Yeah. And it's you also as a parent, you know, like I've participated, you know, my goal is every year at Northridge also participate. You know, just <laughs> oh, wow. That's Does Rena know this? Joke. That's a joke. <laughs> She's actually the one pushing. So we, we, we dedicated our first son last year and then mm-hmm. we had another one this year. And so we'll be dedicating the second one this year. It's also you, the parent mm-hmm. or guardian dedicating yourself uh, to a godly way of parenting. You know, God doesn't call us to say like, bring our kids to church and be like, oh, we're good. We, we came on mm-hmm. Sunday. Uh, but ultimately to be the primary spiritual leader. And that sounds like a daunting task, uh, but it's all, always in the context of community. Hopefully you're involved in a community group, uh, at a part of Northridge Church, so that you can uh, parent alongside other believers in Christ. They can point you in a godly way. Um, and, you know, it's you dedicating yourself in form of that, of like you're dedicating them as a child to God, and you're dedicating yourself to God, and that's that's why one of the things parent-child dedication is not is it's not infant baptism, you know, yeah. because infant baptism in certain um, Christian circles would be seen as their salvation moment, mm-hmm. or the case of, that's not what that is. That happens at a later. Uh, we believe that following Jesus is a individual, personalized decision, and we're, we pray that every single one mm-hmm. of these kids will. Um, make that moment at a later date in their life. And then ultimately they would go public with their faith as the first step of obedience in baptism. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not uh, infant or child baptism, even though their salvation and their baptism are both significant milestones in their individual lives. Um, but yeah. And then the last thing, what's the last thing that we're doing here at this parent child dedication? It's also an opportunity for a parent to be able to ask the church for help. So obviously it's difficult being a parent. There's, you know, no set instructions for how to do everything. And so to have a village, to have a group of people who believe the same way that you do, investing in your kids is so important and so critical. And so this is just kind of a public way to be able to let the church know that you want them to come alongside of you and to support you and encourage you as a parent. Um, Obviously, we work in kids ministry, and so we love being able to partner with parents. Um, And that's actually kind of a key to what we do. We we believe that parents are the primary uh, spiritual influence in their kids' lives. So we want to come alongside. We want to, you know, equip parents to be able to do the best job that they can. But ultimately, we feel like that role comes down to a parent. You know, they are the ones that are to be leading their kids day in and day out in their faith journey. And so, um, you know, for the church, we, we want to help in every way that we can. We try to make the most of the, the time that we have yeah. with your kids. Um, but we also want to help you in those, the times in between Sundays to yeah. be able to do the best job you can there's in a, there's a lot influencing more hours between them. Sundays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's not to downplay anything that our amazing kids ministry volunteers mm-hmm. do at all of our campuses, but we just recognize that their influence is super mm-hmm. temporary. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you came every Sunday until your kid graduated and went into junior high, and then we passed the torch to NYM and then they came every Wednesday night, attended every event. And, and until they graduate high school, you would just, you know, put a lot of one hour marks yeah. along the journey versus there's so many hours that you as a parent or just guardian or j- just a normal rhythm in their life have. But we make the most of those 52 hours a year. Mm-hmm. If, if And that's assuming, yeah. you know, that's assuming that a kid is here every single Sunday mm-hmm. that you as a family never go on vacation, that you never, <laughs> never get, get sick, sick. <laughs> you never do all these things. And that's just like. Man, that would be crazy for us to think that we could accomplish 
all that needs to be done in discipling, all mm-hmm. that needs to be done in teaching about Jesus, what it means to follow him in that very limited uh, perspective of time. And so where a parent's um, influence is just so much vast and greater, deeper, wider mm-hmm. in every single way. And ultimately their influence is not just in the words said, but also the actions caught. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why it's oh, yeah. very important uh, as a as a parent to, to be, be a disciple and not mm-hmm. just teach, like, this is what it means, you know, uh, never... Never use the phrase, you should do as I say, not as I do. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, which probably every parent has probably used that <laughs> mantra or thought that. Um, but we believe when these things come together, you know, it's why we've intentionally picked the color orange in yeah. kids ministry uh, when we have the, the heart of the home and the mm-hmm. light of the church together, heart, red, light, yellow come together. Mm-hmm. They make orange in case you didn't know. That's why yes. kids ministry um, is orange. And so we believe we're better together than we ever could be mm-hmm. apart. And so that's, that's why we've chosen uh, to do it the way we have. And so what are, um, just some more than that, you know, we, we say our vision at Northridge kids is to partner with parents to see more kids become better followers of Jesus. That's our mission statement. Okay. What about the partnering with parents piece? This is mm-hmm. a, we're talking about a singular event that happens once a year. Is that all we do? Oh, absolutely not. Um, We love, I mean, there's a lot of resources that we try to provide for parents. Um, Obviously, this is one of them. Um, We have moved from doing a blog that parents can subscribe to, to moving towards just emailing this to all of our families that are currently attending so that all of our families can see these resources and hopefully utilize them. Um, we also have a text blast. I don't know how many parents are aware of that. You can find that on our website, which is northridgekids.org. Uh, there's a place right there where you can sign up to receive a text blast. And basically what that means is, um, every week we send out one question to parents. Um, if you have preschoolers and then there's another text blast that goes out for elementary students. And so it just gives you something that you can then go home and continue the conversation. So whether that's at the mealtime or in the car, it gives you a question to just kind of help dig a little deeper into what your kids learned that previous Sunday. Um, In addition, we have some different parent resources that kids can go home with for preschoolers. Each week they get to go home with Um, an adventure adventure guide. guide. Yeah. So they go home with that. Again, there's questions on there. There's activities, there's things for the kids to color. So that's a tool that you can use for your preschoolers. Uh, For elementary students, every month we have a parent cue that we send home and it basically informs you as a parent, you know, this is what my kids are learning this week in case you forget what Maddie told you already. Um, But it shows what your kid's going to learn each week. It has the memory verse on there so that you can use that, you know, maybe put it up on your refrigerator or somewhere handy that you guys can access that and help help your kids to memorize uh, the monthly verse. Uh, It also has on the backside, there's questions. So even more questions to just kind of keep those conversations going so that even though you may not have been in kids ministry on a Sunday morning, Mm. you can kind of help continue that conversation. Um, There's some more practical things that parents, not not more practical, that's the wrong way to say that, but just other just little things Mm -hmm. that could really go a long way. All all the things that we're listening 
listing on how we partner with you is on our Northridge Kids website. But I think it's something as simple as picking a consistent campus and service time. Uh, And you're like, oh, yeah, that seems like a no-brainer. But we have so many families that jump jump back and forth between campuses because maybe they live like – Oh, it's only 19 minutes both ways, so we'll just kind of, <laughs> you know, depending on what we want to do that Sunday, you know, we'll pick and choose. But when you pick a consistent service time mm-hmm. and campus, that provides a greater opportunity for relational building. Oh, yeah. So not only in you as the parent to get to know people at that campus, mm-hmm. whether it's the staff, friends, um, all these different things, but also the kid, the, the, your kid will get, learn uh, building friendships, mm-hmm. uh, consistent service time when everybody else is always at the nine o'clock service at oh, fill yeah. in the blank campus. It's they build relationships, uh, and also they build relationships with those small group leaders, and so that just deep, more deeply forges mm-hmm. the relationship of discipleship and growing uh, towards God together. Uh, you know, we're not meant to do this thing alone, mm-hmm. uh, and you're not meant to do this thing alone as a parent of raising your kids, and so. And not only using the resources, but just doing something yep. as simple as that. A next step in relational building for you as the parent mm-hmm. is a community group. You know, that is a way that we as Northridge Church, not Northridge Kids specifically, but Northridge Church partner with um, you as parents. And that's part of you doing it. It takes Drew, our lead pastor, always says it takes a church. You know, he, he yeah. takes that phrase of it takes a village and flips it. And says, <laughs> it takes a church. And so. Uh, you know, getting a be a part of an active community group of, you know, and it doesn't have to be a community group that all the people are parents, you know, or all mm-hmm. of them are buried with young kids. You know, that makes it a little easier when you can share prayer requests and everyone's like, sleep, sleep, sleep. You know, that's what, <laughs> that's what they're, everybody's prayer requests. In my community group, that's what it feels like. Everybody's going around like, man, I wish I could get some more sleep. Like, boy, I'm in a different like, phase. Hey, I'm like, I got one on the road Come now. On, so like, like, <laughs> safety while we're driving. Yeah. It's like, it's like little people, little problems, oh, bigger yeah. people, bigger problems. And I totally, totally get that. You know, and so, um, and, you know, that's one, but also the, another thing is just pray, you know, we're, yeah. we're right now in the, in the thrust of a 40 day prayer challenge at our church, but, um, you know, prayer as a normal base, pray for your, your kid, pray for their friends, godly friends for them, pray for those small group leaders that are investing in them. And, um, and just a normal part of how mm-hmm. you integrate, uh, some of these practices in, in your life. And the, the last one I'll, I'll mention is, is a great book on, um, you know, cause it seems like the most often question with younger kids that I get asked at least is like family devotional time. Mm, mm-hmm. Cause it seems like you have to prep a sermon. Um, <laughs> you know, like that, at least that's what it feels like in conversations I have with younger parents and myself included, like, Oh, I got to do this like Bible study prep to teach my th- two year old about Jesus. And it's like, no, this it, doesn't have to be that, that detailed. Um, and so the, the best resource that I could throw that way is Family Worship by Donald Whitney. Uh, he just simply talks about pray, read, pray, sing. So mm-hmm. read, pray, sing. Just do it every night. Just read a passage, pray it, sing, sing a song. And so it's like just do that as a normal part of your family devotional, and um, it'll get caught al- along the journey inside of that. Yeah. So anything to add? I was going to say I love what you said about the – the consistency of coming, you know, at the same time, same place, building those relationships, whether that's for your kids, being in a consistent small group with a consistent teacher or small group leader, and as well for parents. We know that when a kid feels like they belong and they feel like they're known and seen by somebody, particularly an adult, that really helps them to stick. 
And so I think even the same thing applies to us. Like yeah, for we, sure. I, I'm assuming most of the people that take the time to listen to this podcast probably have a desire for their kids yeah. to stick with church, not to be one of those kids that walks away from their faith when they get older. And so one of the things that can be really helpful is to help those kids feel like this is their place. This mm. is where they belong. And yeah. so I think that's a great, that was a great recommendation. Yeah, for sure. Cause you know, sticky faith was a book that was published a couple, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, 10 years ago, maybe longer than that. And that was one of the most catalyzing moments for, for kids was when they felt like they belonged. They had five or more existing strong relationships mm-hmm. with the people that they attended church with, not just like they came and they learned some Bible lesson, yeah. you know, but it was that they had deep relationships yep. with those people. And then on top of that, depending on the age of your kid, talking about PCD every day is the next factor is, uh, did they read the Bible on their own? Yeah. You know, that was the next factor. Lifeway researched this big study about teens that stayed in the faith once they hit tw- in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. And the number one predictor was, did were they taught how to and did they read their mm-hmm. Bible on their own once they hit that age of like yeah. 12 to 13 um, of, you know, where it would be, it's not uncommon for a kid to pick up a book and want to read it on their own. Yeah. Um, and where, where's, where was that the case? And so if you're a parent of a, an older kid of an eight year old and up, maybe mm-hmm. it's time to consider like sitting down with them on how to read the Bible. The Bible is a hard, complex book mm-hmm. with multiple genres, like sit down with them and, and read that. And, if, if you as a parent are like, I don't know how to do this. Well, that's where, you know, your campus pastor, mm-hmm. your community group leader, just reach out to them. Like, how do I read the Bible? Um, our other podcast that I'm also the host <laughs> of, a little better. We just talked about that on um, more on Bible reading is some tips that you can read the Bible on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those, those two big things, relationships mm-hmm. and the Bible can radically change your life. Absolutely. So thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Northridge Kids Parenting Podcast. We hope this is helpful for you. Uh, If you have any comments, please email us at kidsmen at northridgerochester.com. And we can't wait to hang out with you again next month.